and a reading from the Gospel of Luke. As the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So with many other exhortations, he proclaimed the good news to the people. But Herod, the ruler, who had been rebuked by him because of Herodias, his brother's wife, and because of all the evil things that Herod had done, added to them all by shutting up John in prison. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of Christ. Grace and peace to you, dear friends, from God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Last year, 800,000 people journeyed past one-third of a square mile of shuttered church buildings. Small chapels and larger monasteries left to decay, with bullet holes in their doors and facades and blasted-out walls. As the travelers journeyed, they also passed bright yellow signs in the ground. Bright yellow signs warning of landmines. That warning urged them to remain on their narrow access road. These people were pilgrims, and their destination was Bethany beyond the Jordan in the west bank of Israeli-occupied Palestine. Last year, 800,000 pilgrims traveled this road to reach the baptismal site of Jesus, owned by the Catholic Church. The area had been closed since 1967 and the war there. In 1994, a peace agreement was reached, and in 2000, Israeli authorities cleared the landmines along that narrow access road. In 2018, 1,500 landmines were cleared. And hopefully, this year, 5,000 more will be cleared. On the other side of the Jordan River stands the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Bethany beyond the Jordan. It was dedicated on Epiphany Sunday five years ago. This church is the Lutheran pilgrimage site to the place of Jesus' baptism by John. It is located on the Jordanian and Golan Heights side of the river. The landmines there began being cleared in 1997. The exact location of Jesus' baptism is unknown. 
we may never know. The river has shifted its course in these past two centuries. Floods have occurred, and the riverbed has been transformed, unfortunately shifting landmines with it. For centuries, people have argued about where the exact spot is. I say again, we will never know. But somewhere in the middle of all of this is the place where the heavens opened and God said to our Savior Jesus in front of witnesses, you are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Just as we have various traditions and customs of baptism today, scripture tells us of the transformation of baptism in biblical times. John the baptizer baptized with water and full immersion, the whole body under the water, the whole body being cleansed, as well as the soul rising to new life. Before John, this was the practice for Jewish converts only. John instituted this rite for Gentiles as well. Peter and John baptized with no water at all, simply by the, by the laying on of hands and anointing with oil. They left the transformation up to the Holy Spirit alone. But John tells us that Jesus would baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Fire that will purify. Fire that will transform whatever it touches forever. Fire that will separate the wheat from the chaff. Fire that will keep the wheat intact, not consuming it, but removing the chaff, that which is waste. Once the chaff is removed, the wheat is reborn and can be made useful in the eyes of God. Friends, two centuries after the baptism of Jesus, not much has changed on the banks of the river. Like the people who witnessed John baptize Jesus, and like the 800,000 pilgrims who traveled that narrow access road last year, we are also a people of expectation. We are people looking for acceptance, people looking for grace. People looking for love. People expecting much more than what the world names us and what the world gives us. We are a people expecting to be completely transformed by water and word. Like I said, not much has changed. People still argue about ethnicity and race. Nations still argue about borders and walls. Wars still rage in, around, and over sacred holy sites and spaces meant to be places of pilgrimage and peace. God's voice coming down from heaven must have been a pretty unexpected sound on the day of Jesus' baptism. The words God spoke, you are my son, the beloved, in you I am well pleased, must have been a welcomed surprise. My friends, what do you expect today? 
Do you expect the heavens to be open and the voice of God say to you, you are my child, the beloved, in you I am well pleased? If you don't, maybe you should. Because these words are not reserved for Jesus alone. These words are reserved for you. These words are also for your neighbor. These words are for the ones across all human divides. In the waters of baptism, God names you, beloved child of God. And God declares that it is in you that God is well pleased. The waters of baptism have no boundaries. They splash wherever they please, and they flood without warning. And they transform every heart. The waters of baptism do not discriminate on the basis of ethnicity or nationality, gender or ability, or any other thing that you can think of. In fact, they do the opposite. They erase every possible human divide and fill it in with love, hope, and promise. These waters name us and claim us forever. And no earthly power, no government, can ever take that away from you. In the waters of baptism, we are reborn children of God. This alone is our identity. Amen.